Just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is your Wendy's Wake Up Call. Start your day with a better breakfast and get a free drink with any of our morning-making breakfast sandwiches. That's your favorite drink in a Wendy's cup, free. Fresh brewed coffee, free. Diet Coke, free. Vanilla Frosty Chino, that's cold brew plus Frosty Creamer plus free. So don't sleep on this deal. Get any size drink in a Wendy's cup, free, when you buy any breakfast sandwich. Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's. Limited time only at participating Wendy's. On the card only. Offer valid upon request on lowest price qualifying item. Not valid for third-party delivery. Okay, real talk. Think you're too cool for Valentine's Day? Well, let me tell you something. She probably wouldn't mind getting a little box from Shane Company tied with a burgundy bow. Want to say, I love you more every day? We've got the perfect gift for that. Or maybe you just want to say, I've got a crush on you. We've got a gift for that too. Whatever you choose, she'll cherish it forever. And she'll think about you whenever she wears it. With our awesome selection of fine jewelry in every price range, you'll easily find an amazing gift. Necklaces with colorful gemstones, stylish earrings, bracelets, and rings crafted to the highest standards. And don't worry, we'll make it easy for you. Come in or visit us at shinko.com. Our friendly team of knowledgeable jewelry consultants will help you find the perfect Valentine's Day gift. Visit us in San Mateo, Walnut Creek, or in Cupertino, where we've moved to a new location just two miles down Stevens Creek Boulevard. Now you have a friend in the jewelry business, Shane Company and Shaneco.com. Welcome to the Browns Wire Podcast. This is your host, Josh Keeley. With me is Donovan James. This is our second try at this. Uh, I, I did figure out how to delete the last video, Donovan. So the minute and 30 of us just staring at each other is off of YouTube. Thank goodness. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So last night we talked about the, the Browns and the Ravens. But tonight we get to the good stuff, my friend. We're doing our betting show. We're taking our top three college bets and our top three NFL bets. But first, you're wearing a – what is that, Texas A&M hat? I am. <laughs> no, okay. I, I'm, not, I'm not trying to make a statement. <laughs> well, I thought like, that was kind of weird because you bet against them last week. I did. I lost that bet. <laughs> did you, Did you? Because what was the spread on that? Well, we'll you know what? We'll get, we'll get to um, it. We'll get okay. to it. Yeah, yeah, we'll get to it. So, how this is going to break down? We're going to give you a, a review of our college bets. We're going to jump into our three top college bets, a re- review of our NFL bets. And a breakdown of our top NFL belt. That's Donovan. Is there any side stories or anything that we need to talk about before diving into a review from last week? No, I think we're good, man. Yeah, Um, we kind of vented about the college football playoff enough last week, right? Yeah, yeah. And then we got a little bit. We got a little taste last night if they, uh, you know, when they listen to the show. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. For the record, if I'm in charge of the play, well, let, let me ask you this: What do you think about the whole Big Ten stuff? Um, I hate it. (laughs) <laughs> but I think that, uh, you know, when you start the season so late, 
This is what yeah. happens. You have no room for error at all. There's no room for the Pac-12 because the Pac-12 has a has a crappy situation. We woke up to this morning where Colorado and USC can't make up that game. Uh huh. And I, I'm getting texts from my my friends. Shout out to my boy Nathan from Colorado. That's just like, dude, we should have won the Pac-12. Like, I don't disagree awesome. with you. <laughs> but it's like the, the, these are the rules that they're allowed to change rules apparently too um this will happen when you start the season so late that's why the sec does it right man <laughs> well i mean yeah no but you're you right you are right you are right the they're like if you're gonna do yeah sec is like we're gonna get hella cases like the sec has mississippi state had 45 cases they're still playing games. They're like, we're playing. We're if you want to play yeah. with, you can cancel games and we're gonna make them up. Like Georgia gets to make up the Vanderbilt game on SEC championship weekend. Like so, they can still make a power five, a power six, or whatever bowl game. A New Year's six. So it's like, even the AAC did it right. Like because it doesn't have to know. I know we joked about that. So the yeah, like they did it right. Like and then yeah. obviously like people are always making fun of BYU. Sorry, I'm going on a rant right now. <laughs> he said, don't do that. But no, I don't people, care. People are always making fun of BYU, Army, Navy, and and like Notre Dame for not having a conference. Well, hell, Notre Dame joined a conference for this year. The conference they're already in every other sport. BYU, um, they're not in a conference, so they can play whoever the hell they want. They Which, dodge. I don't know why. I don't know why Notre Dame. Did, I don't know why the ACC did that. By the way, I, if I was the ACC, ACC, I'd be like, nah. You either join us all the time or you don't get to do it at all because they would have had a really hard time scheduling teams. Oh, they're, they're smart for doing it. It makes their conference – We you just went through, what, 14 teams? It made their conference look a lot better. They might have two teams in the college football playoff. What do they care? They It just makes them look better. They're not going to get two teams in the college football playoff. If – I don't know, man. Because one of those teams is going to either, – either Clemson's going to beat Notre Dame and Notre if Dame's Clemson. out – or Notre Dame's going to beat Clemson for the second time, and then are, they're out. Are they out? Yeah, because Cle- if Clemson beats Notre Dame, I don't. I think it's going to be because Notre Dame is the kind of team when they lose, they don't look good losing, right? They're I think not, if I think if Clemson beats Notre Dame by less than ten points, Notre Dame's still going to make no the playoffs. There's no way they're going to put a team in the playoffs the week after they lose a game. That makes no. That's insane. That's insane. Ooh, they're going to put they're going to put a over Notre Dame. I personally, if you're are you really asking me? Because you know what I'm going to say. You're gonna say yeah? I'm gonna say Cincinnati, bro. They're not gonna put Cincinnati in over. I know they're not. It's a damn shame. Yeah, you know that though, and they're not gonna put a And M. I get they might, but a And M. That one loss to Bama, they were not. They did not belong on the field with them. If Notre Dame loses to a Clemson team by seven points, man, and they already beat them, you gotta give Notre Dame ahead of uh, Notre Dame should be ahead of a And M. To me. Um, the only thing is, though, it's going to kind of... Well, what, what about the Pac-12? USC still undefeated. <laughs> not making... We USC we, still undefeated. Yeah, but we don't get to play Colorado. If we got to play Colorado, yeah, but, like, we're playing UCLA... What, what does it matter? What does it matter? If they're undefeated and they do their thing... We're not good enough. Why are they not good enough and they're undefeated, but now you're sitting here telling me that Texas A&M could, could get in? Texas A&M barely beat uh, – how many wins does Auburn have? Four wins? They were losing by seven points going into the fourth quarter. You're telling me that USC is definitively worse than them? They beat a ranked team we haven't. But the rankings we just talked about are bullshit. The rankings are made up. Indiana's beat three. You really think think Texas A&M's schedule is harder, not harder than – You just – all all I'm saying is you can't (laughs) – Come on, man. (laughs) What I'm saying is you can't prove it. 
Because you all all your all the arguments are based off of rankings. Well, the I can go by test. You can go by test. USC's dude, I test. Gar- but again, you don't. But you don't. But you don't know, right? Because based off of I test, Iowa State's better than Louisiana Lafayette. Well, I mean, we're Lafayette be, be Iowa State in Iowa State. We're, we we got to do something, man. We're supposed to be. We're supposed to be. You do experts. do do something. We're USC's undefeated. To, that's the that, that's the something. The regular season's a playoff, right? Give them a shot. You don't know if you if you know if you're going off I test. Why even play the games? I just don't think – just because, just you. I mean, you could go undefeated and not play a ranked team. If you go 10 and 2 Why would you play give? six ranked teams, you're, you're going to tell me your strength of schedules top 10. But 10, the strength of schedules are made up. They're made They're made up. They're completely arbitrary. You, know, only you, playing, you know what teams are good, though. I mean, you know you're only playing – no, you, you really don't. don't. Al- you're only you don't playing think, within your conference. You don't think Alabama's playing like so – you don't think they run the you, everybody, See, that's, that's the problem is that when everybody talks about their strength of conference, you pick out the best teams, Not even right? Conference. Like, 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 like Alabama. No, you don't have to say conference. What about Notre Dame? They're not in the conference. We talk about that every year. Well, they play – Notre Dame schedule they play they play one team from every Power Five and they play a hard schedule every year. You know they're playing good teams. I mean it's clear as day. Clemson, Clemson Notre, I mean Clemson's better than USC. They lost the game. Like come on, man. Like they lost one game. We would have got off the Notre Dame. They lost the game. They lost the game. You That's you fair, you, you have you have your your what is USC supposed to do? They have they they have these guys. They have a schedule that was presented to them. The players didn't pick the schedule. All you can do is beat the teams in front of you, and they are doing that. That's just not me. I, I can't. I can't. I can't put teams that just. I can't do it, man. They're not. They're not good enough. It, then why even play the games? Why wouldn't you just give Alabama the national championship immediately in August? Why? Well, why even do it? No, we put the best four teams in, and I mean, right now but they you, have the best four teams. So who? Who? Who are the? Who are the best four teams? The t- the top four that they have they they have Alabama Clemson Notre Dame Ohio State you can right put it whatever order you want to put it in but at the end of the day those are the best four teams those are the top I, four I mean you know I, I, let's use Ohio State as an example because I'm an Ohio State fan but you can even make an argument against Ohio State they beat one winning team so far by seven points didn't they? I mean you know what I mean like they they got they got they got to go beat Northwestern but I'm saying like that USC is <sighs> not gonna even have that shot because they're playing. They're going to play Washington, Oregon. Oregon's already out of the top twenty-five. They've lost two games. Washington, which I don't get. I don't get how I. I don't get how Iowa State has two losses, one to a Sun Belt team, and they're ranked. So I don't. I just. I don't get the ranking so much. And I got. We're sitting here sucking off Texas A&M. They barely beat Auburn, and Auburn's I'm, no, not, not good. I'm not really sucking. I mean, they they're just number five. Like I'm going. I, I'm a realist. Like that they are number five. Um, they beat Florida. Um, that's number six, right behind them. So we're. I'm just being real. Like, but the I'm, ranking, I'm, I'm, but, okay. you gotta act like you gotta act like you're actually so, in the committee. Like the hypotheticals are cool, but like you gotta. I'm not. Real. I'm not too, hypothetical. <laughs> I'm not hypothetical on anything. I'm all. All I'm saying. I, I mean, every everything's a hypothetical. You're you're hypothetical. You're doing that too, though, right? Because you're assuming one is better. Ways whether be on the assumption that the SEC is better, or the conference like, is better, Peter, or the recruiting I'm, rankings are better. But you don't know until the games are played, right? If you had that attitude, Boise State would never beat Oklahoma in the Fiesta Bowl, right? I'm just being a realist because there's people saying Coastal is going to get in. They're not. They're I not. think that that's fair. You, you can you, vote for them to get in. There's just probably one guy in that room that might have them in the top four. But there, there's 13 people in that room. They're not getting in. I don't care. I, I, think that's, I think that's an issue. I think that that's an issue that we're talking about Clemson. We're talking about a team with two losses possibly getting in the playoffs over a Coastal Carolina team who scheduled BYU, who was ranked in the top 15 at the time, and played them on, what, three days' notice, four days' notice? Bro, that takes some cojones. Ohio, a big, the Big Ten ain't doing that shit. 
The SEC schools ain't doing that shit. They don't have to. You know what I mean? That's what I'm saying. That's an issue yeah. to me. You got these teams copping out. I mean, you know, like Ohio State, I, again, I'm an Ohio State fan, so I'm trying to be, use them as an example to be realistic and unbiased. That Them them not playing Illinois, the reason they don't have five games right now is their fault. That's their fault. They they didn't they didn't when it's they when they went the conference let them down. I'm not they, Ohio State. when when Ohio State had those positive they didn't they did not have enough from my understanding. And again, we talked about this yesterday. My understanding of the COVID rules are super convoluted. I'm not sure every conference is different, but my understanding when they canceled the Ohio the Illinois game, Ohio State canceled that game. Be, and they, they did not have to under the Big Ten guidelines. Why did they do that? You, okay, so they, can, there's half and half blame. There, it's like USC and Colorado. Like you're saying, USC should be. I mean, Colorado should be an overrose. I even agree with that. I'm a USC fan. Yeah, I mean, no, no one talks. No one says we, anything we, about Colorado. But the conferences let them down. This, this was. I tweeted this out, and I got bashed for it in freaking August, dude. I, this was. I knew this was gonna happen. And it, I was like, it's not even gonna be that controversial because if you didn't know this was gonna happen when you start your season. Six games back, dude, and then you have COVID cases on top of that. You're playing USC is going to play six games the whole season. There's teams playing twelve games. Coast Carolina yeah. use them as number BYU. BYU's nine and one. They're and they're still and getting one. shit on. And they're still getting shit on. Coastal Carolina has ten. They're going to play ten. So it's games. like you got to you got to pick your poison. Do you want to be like nine and? I think BYU should be ranked ahead of USC, and they have a loss. The USC's undefeated. I don't care See, about I, that. That one loss they took. You know how much balls, like you just said. It I know they had paid. nothing to gain either because if so, they win, no one's going to give a shit. No one, no what, one was going to give a shit. So that's what I'm saying. That well, BYU would have made a uh, New Year's Six game, I believe. They, I think they, I would have put. But them they were going to do that regardless. They were going to go. One of those teams is going to uh, go. Maybe Cincinnati is that what no, your argument is? No, I think Cincinnati and BYU might have got a New Year's Six, and that's rare for two uh, non power five. Non power five. I, but I do think that I'm saying like a BYU that's nine and one. They took that coastal game. They should be ranked higher than USC. I don't care if USC. You just cut out. All right, talk. No, I was saying I don't care. You if you, I don't care about uh, USC or Colorado being undefeated. BYU's better. Um, on the eye test, they're better to me. They're starting to schedule's better, and they did lose one game, but they're still better. <laughs> I go on so, the schedule eye test. But see this, but all those things are are opinionated, right? Strength of schedule, a str- you can throw strength of schedule out the window right now. Because all the conferences only played people in their own conferences, right? So the only way we know that one conference is better than the other is based off of preseason rankings, which are made up of people that are using their own opinion, right? I mean, do we do we really know that one that the Big Ten is better than the the do we really know that the Big Ten is better than the Sun Belt? I don't know that. But, I mean, Penn State and Penn, Penn State, Michigan were both ranked in the top twenty-five at the beginning of the year, and they both suck. I don't know that either of those teams could beat Coastal Carolina. You know what I mean? Right there, that's a, that's a huge that's a huge flaw with the whole preseason ranking system. Right now, the SEC has two vote. They have two teams with one loss that are ranked four, five and six. The Big Ten has two teams that are one loss and they're ranked twelve and thirteen. Why? Well, I don't understand where 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 are we getting these rankings? Why are we making this up? Right. So all I'm saying is you they they take this they they've got they had the schedule in front of them. They win the games. It's hard, hard to, it's, for me, it's hard to argue that. It's, me, it's hard to argue against someone deserving a chance. I mean, you know, Coastal Carolina's beat everybody in front of them. And they they beat they beat teams. It's not like t- Texas a where they squeak by a four-win Auburn team and they lose by 40 points to Alabama. You know what I mean? Right. Clemson did make a solid argument because they, they lost their starting quarterback to COVID, and it's a COVID-broken season. So uh, there's a lot – there are a lot of variables. 
But this season, if anything, it shows that the playoff committee, the playoff situation, it's not working. They need to expand the thing. And I don't really know why they have – I mean, have you seen the list of people that are on the committee? It's like former, former Army generals and former athletic directors and Condoleezza Rice. It's like, bro, like though I have the utmost respect for you know the former Army general that's in – but what does he know about football? What is his pedigree? Why are they making – you know what I mean? Right. Like, Ron is like the only – I think they want it. I think they want it non-biased people in the room. But having like Barry Alvarez in the room, obviously, is kind of you biased go, a little bit. I mean, you can't I mean, go right. Yeah, like they, I, they, the or, the or Larry, Larry Scott. I mean, uh, yeah, not, dude. or not Larry Scott. I think there's the old, the old, the one before Larry Scott, the Pac-12 guy. Well, I mean, hopefully, you know, they're not biased. I don't know. I mean, that's just. There's a, there's a guy who graduated from Florida in it. There's a guy who graduated from te- Texas. I believe there's a guy that graduated from Texas A&M in it. They're supposed to leave the room when they're talking about the team that they represent. Yeah, they are. But, like, yeah. but who, ca- who cares? I don't know why. But that it doesn't make any sense. I mean, why it's okay, guys that are. Under- I, I guess the only reason I'm okay with it is because we had the BCS was way worse than this. Like, I was can, it? Yeah. Oh, it was two teams. Anytime you get four over two, it's better. Is it? Yeah, I mean the last we've never had a split national champion since USC had split, but there's no split anymore. I mean UCS, if you want to well, count as a split, that's cool. But like I don't, um, they can count it if they want. That's fine. But um, <laughs> USC and LSU was the last split. I so I guess five, I guess that's fair. Yeah, there's no split anymore. It's like these are the four teams. Take it or leave it. I mean it should be eight, like I said, or sixteen, whatever you want to do it. But like the BCS was trash. Like it was computer generated, dude. Like, yeah, but, <laughs> but, like, but that eliminated USC, everything, right? USC. Dude, there, there ain't there ain't no, no way no, there ain't no way that there's a, there's no way that those important people can sit there and watch all those goddamn games. There ain't no way. There ain't no way any of them can tell me if they know the starting quarterback. Well, that's that's why they that's why they that's why they have AP rankings and, and coaches rankings. That's why they have those. Well, uh, yeah, I I I don't. I that's why I'm saying I don't necessarily think that, so. The, B, the your, your AP is tough. you got writers like us is AP. That's what you – I mean, those guys watch games. you got coaches, and then you got those – so like, And I don't, I don't watch – I can't – I don't have – and I don't have time to watch every game. All I'm saying is the BCS sucked because you had two teams, but if you had the BCS with the top four teams, I think that that's probably better than the playoff, the playoff committee. They're just the pulling shit out of there. I mean, they, they, I, I have – every time afterwards they ask them why they voted a certain way, and it makes no goddamn sense. Like the BCS with the top four would have been – Nice. Um, I still uh, completely biased. It's still it. I mean, it. But you're you're a fan of small schools, dude. You would have got they would have got screwed. I think they have a better chance with human eye over computers. So that so there's a guy who does the runs the BCS system every week. Coast Carolina would be ranked number one right now. Really? Mm-hmm. I don't know. But well, again, really, they'd be ranked number one. Here's the flaw. Here's the flaw in the system because. BYU's ranked so high. So the B, the problem with the BCS polls is it does take into account preseason polls and where they're ranked. So that's the issue with the it's BCS. All, yeah, I mean, so like, North Carolina makes that jump because they beat BYU, who was ranked in the top 15. So Coastal Carolina got a top 15 victory or whatever, and, and they got more wins. Okay, that makes sense because the actual wins they have on the field, too. I guess that makes a little more – I was surprised. That makes a little bit more sense because the Coastal Carolina has played – like double, you know, USC or yeah. Oregon, uh, Oregon games or Ohio State or whatever. But and Ohio State just, would be ranked like twelve, I think, is what they had them at or something like that. Yeah, that makes sense. There's only four games because they played four games and they haven't. They didn't get to play the, you know, bulk of their schedule or whatever. So I get that. Um, I just they're, they're both odd. I'm not saying either. I'm good. I like 
this better than the BCS. Maybe I'm a little biased. The BCS always screwed Pac-12 teams over. Like we're just not they good did. anymore. But when the Pac-12 was good back then, we were pretty much like the ACC. <laughs> we were getting screwed. I mean, you can make an argument we were the best conference in America. Uh, SEC was uh, with us, but the SEC was not nearly as deep as they were now. I and mean, we had five, six teams ranked every week in top twenty-five. And USC what year? What, what year? What years are you talking about? You talking about the Reggie Bush, Matt Liner years? I'm talking about Pete Carroll's like pretty much whole oh, tenure. Yeah. The, the whole pack. Yeah, well, the Big Twelve was the Big Twelve was good. That the, good. The Big Twelve. The Big Twelve was really good. It was more even. Yeah. It was more even. Texas, um, Oklahoma. ACC was down a little bit. Um, the, AC, the ACC was down, and that was that was which is really strange too, because after they absorbed the Big East, everybody thought that they were going to be the shit. They yeah, were supposed I think, to be I, the SEC is now. Well, I think the mid-major schools. Um, I call them the mid-major schools. You know what I mean? I don't want to call. Yeah, them, yeah. I don't like calling them small schools. I call them mid-majors. I'm a college basketball guy too. Like, you know, what I mean, so it's like those Gonzaga would be like your Coastal Carolina, pretty much, or whatever. Like that's yeah. See, like I, that's the thing that like. I know you can go on about this forever. It's like college basketball. Like, I wish that, like, college basketball is a lot different, but like, you would love to, like, I know you're not a college basketball fan, but you get a fair. Gonzaga's number one, dude. Like, they're in the Western Coast Conference. That's not even a power five. And right. Number one, they get a chance to compete every year. Or Butler. Remember Butler? I don't know if you remember when Butler. Uh, oh, of course. Dude. I was going to Valpo yeah, yeah. at the time. Yeah. 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 Okay. So you remember that. I see you play at Valpo, but you know, like Butler made the championship. We we can't have 64 teams or 68, no. obviously. No. But, but you need that many because you're only going to take the conference champions. I would love to see, maybe, like you said, every, would you, would you say every conference champion? How many conferences is there? 11 or 12? So there, there, there are 12 conferences, I believe. Off the top so, of my head. so you okay. said 12 conferences and then four at largest. Is that what you said? For six no, years. I was th- I was saying take take all the no I, I my my ideal number was fourteen, twelve conference champions and then two at largest. So the two the two at largest is what you're arguing about. Somebody's gonna, somebody's gonna buy the top two, I guess. Yeah, yeah. So in that situation, you you're 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 so you would take every conference champion and then if Texas A and M and Clemson would be your next two up, right? Like okay, hey these teams okay. bro, they both lost one, they didn't win their conference. I mean obviously right now they didn't they let's say. You know, the Texas doesn't go to the conference championship because they lost Alabama. They're in the shitty division. That's not really their fault. They lost by forty points early on. They smash everybody else. Okay, now they can get in as the thirteen or as the fourteen seed. Clemson gets in as the thirteen seed. The quarterback was sick. Blah blah blah. I feel like there's less argumentative if you get to fourteen. That way, every okay. conference champion gets in. And then you know it's what? up to your conference to figure out how you want to do it. That's why I'm okay with the Big Ten doing their thing with the Ohio State because it's like, all right, you. It's kind of like. I feel like it's more like uh, it's kind of like know, high like, school football a little bit because like the states, the states do their own thing and like yeah, yeah. you figure it out. Champions come here. You know what I, I mean? The more I think about that, I like it. Um, we've disagreed, I, I you know a little bit, but I I, I still like my eight. <laughs> but that's better I, than four. No, but the more I've thought about your um, fourteen, I do like it. That'd be like everyone can shut the hell up. I mean, there's someone still going to complain. People complain in the people complain in the college basketball when they're 68. They're like, "Oh, we should have got in." I'm like, "Dude, yes, shut up." And because they have too many at large. No one complains about the NFL playoffs, right? No, no one complains about the NBA playoffs and the NHL playoffs, right? Because you know the rules go in. It this is this is the rules. You win the conference, you're in. Shut the hell up. So there's going to be arguments about those two at larges. So maybe that's an issue. Maybe your way is better because you get three at larges. And then you can use them all in small schools or whatever, because no one seems to care about the small schools, but three people on Twitter. You know what I mean? So maybe your your way is better to, to dilute that. 
But you yeah, got I mean, you got to find a way to cut the at largest. This is how you get in, right? Because the also the problem with just expanding it, like oh, we'll just go eight, is because then you're going to have the same problem that you're dealing with now. People aren't mad that there's four; they're mad that you're constantly trying to cram one conference into half the spots, right? Whether it's the ACC this year or the SEC every other year. I mean, look, if, if one of those teams fall down, it, uh, you're you're going to have two SEC schools in there, and they've only played other SEC schools, and it's like you know, what I mean, you're constantly. You're getting that. So if you go to eight, that's going to be the argument too. Because if we were at eight now, there'd be three SEC schools in that bitch. And no Pac-12. <laughs> you know but, I mean? but at least Cincy would be in it. That's true. You got to give but and again, take, man. Give and take. But give again, and take. you I mean, but, and you keep saying, you make see, dude, we don't want to, I don't want, I want us to be undefeated. So I don't want to be playing. Hopefully we can just win out. And then we don't, we're not to play Ohio State because they're going to make it. We'll play. Northwestern or some other Indiana. Which Ohio State has to beat Northwestern because if if, if yeah. Big Ten is changing all these rules, oh, what, imagine if they lost, dude. It'd be really. I don't think they're going to, but man, that'd no, be bad. That'd be pretty would, ugly. Notre Dame would be super happy. They'd be guaranteed a spot in Indiana or or Cruz. Hey, maybe the in. I just you know what like people with USC like I talked about USC this morning. I'm actually I'm um, gonna be on a podcast about uh, the Pac-12 like tomorrow. And oh uh, really? It's just I don't even want to really talk about it, dude. The Pac-12 just sucks so bad. I hate Larry Scott. Why do you think they suck? Why do you think they suck? Because Larry Scott they sucks. Have, he's the worst. Two. He's the worst commissioner. He's the worst commissioner that. in major college sports. That's fair, but that's not the team's fault. I the, the way they've designed their season, the way they've gone about it, that's bad. That's bad. But the talent that's there, I mean, uh, oh, you were uh, talking about the talent. I'm not talking about. Yeah, that. I'm talking about. The way the conference is run. The conference is just – there's been so much. The TV deals, man, the blackouts, the 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 funding, where it's going. Um, everything he's done is just, like, on the shit. And, yeah, like, USC is the bell cow. And like he's – they give us a lot of credit, and they push us up and put us up there on that pedestal. And I, I do like that. But in Oregon, the, those two schools, Oregon, they yeah. do that. Oregon, UCLA for a lot of different sports, too. But the whole conference I, – I mean, I'm talking about track and field, dude, baseball, like, everything. They've lost baseball teams. Like, Washington State lost their baseball team. But, really? Yeah, like they're losing like sports, dude. Like the Pac-12 is a mess. Like I don't mean the talent. The talent's good. Yeah, I mean, is it the best conference in the world? No, but there's hella talent there. Look at that. They're up there, and they always get shit on. Yeah, look at the draft. I mean, I love, I love my conference in the West Coast, man. It's cool. I I wish they were just doing different. They don't want to add BYU. They didn't send an invitation. BYU, I think, at one point wanted to be added to that conference. They didn't want to add them because. Oh, for sure. Religious regions. I'm just like, dude, like, come on, man. Like, let's get it together in Pac-12. That's all. I'm not saying the conference is trash. Like, the the talent's there. Um, I think they're fourth out of the big five. Um, I would say they're fourth. I feel like there's the- tiers. They're probably in that second tier. Yeah. The first tier is probably the ACC, the SEC, and the Big I Ten, like, I suppose. Yeah, I like SEC, uh, Big Ten, ACC, Pac-12, and Big 12. But it's hard because, like, yeah, Big, 12's Big 12 is top-heavy. The Pac-12 is better than the Big 12, like, throughout the conference. It yeah, is hard. Uh, it's, no, hard the- it's hard to get a win in the Pac-12 on the road in some of those places, dude. The Big 12 yeah. is, like, the bottom of the Big 12 is trash, dude. Like, yeah. it's, it's I, dude, like, I can send. Well, Kansas. Kansas is bad. But some of those teams are, I don't know. Sure. The Big 12 might be, top to bottom, the Big 12 might be better than the Big 10. That I might like, be in that first year. Because the Big well, 12, I mean, I'm not Oklahoma, Iowa State. Baylor, Texas, you don't want to mess with them. Well, 
I'm not, counting, I'm not counting this year though for the Big Ten. They had a really bad year, but well, that's what I was talking. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, this year, but even yeah. That, we still we still don't really know that. Everybody just assumes they're having a bad year because Michigan and Penn State blow. But what's Indiana? Indiana looked damn tough, dude. They're gonna give whoever they play in a bowl game. They're gonna give them shit. Iowa, they'll be, they'll be in the Rose Northwestern, same yeah. thing. Hopefully, there'll be you know projected rises Indiana versus USC right now in the Rose Bowl, and I would be see USC don't want none, dude. Oh, I want them, but see, I think we can actually beat them. We're not beating. You're trying to put us against damn Alabama and Ohio State, dude. <laughs> because I think that the, I think that the gap is big. I think that the gap is not that. I think that there there there's the gap is smaller between towns. Whatever. We've been ranting on long <laughs> enough. Let's go. Let's go ahead. Let's let's dive in. That's fine. Uh, so my college football bets. I went zero and two last week. Uh, my first game, Boise State giving twenty seven points to UNLV was canceled, unfortunately. Uh, then my second game was Purdue giving two points to Nebraska. Purdue lost outright 37-27. to 27. I, I'm not sure really what went wrong there. I know Rondale Moore got hurt early, but he played the rest of the game, got 13 receptions, was pretty heavily involved. Purdue's just not as good as I thought they were going to be, uh, and Nebraska's not as bad as I thought they were going to be. Uh, my third game, I mean, Adrian Martinez played out of his mind, and that usually that, you, that usually is something you never say about Adrian Martinez, especially since he got benched earlier in the year. My third bet was Oklahoma State giving two and a half points to TCU. I thought this was an absolute lock. I couldn't have been harder to take this, and Oklahoma State lost outright 29-22. to TCU had five turnovers, Donovan, five turnovers, and I still lost that bet. Max Duncan played pretty well uh, for the most part, obviously turnovers, but yeah. They- I mean, Oklahoma State was winning for, for, for most of the game. They just, they just couldn't close the yeah. deal. So, I mean, nine times out of ten, I'm still taking that bet. The Purdue bet was a bad bet. Nebraska pretty much owned them. Oklahoma State was in control for a large part of that game. You know, whenever you could, if you give me the box score and you show me a team's got five turnovers, I'm always going to take the opposite team. This has got to be a rarity. But that's where I was. It was 0-2. So, hopefully, I got a better week coming up. David, how would you do? Um, I, college, I actually didn't have a good week. I was 1-2. Uh, and two. Uh, I lost, like you mentioned. I'm wearing an A&M hat right now. Gig them. But, um, <laughs> But, uh, yeah, they obviously, you know, I actually picked them to lose outright to Auburn. And uh, yeah. they didn't. Obviously, they, they – they, What was the uh, spread? They lost against the – It was seven. Um, it was seven. So they lost against the spread, too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, push. They just – Auburn looked good early on. I think it was a push. Um, it, it, They looked good early on, but just turnovers and penalties. They're, they're one of the most penalized teams in the SEC. I think they're 11th. Um, in that conference for that, so they're, oh, they're undisciplined. Bo Nix is just he made he made one of the best plays we've seen all year. That throw he made or that run that was, oh, was, that, was that, that was like the only good thing he he he's so he's so that's bad, just dude. Bo man he made and he he's made so goddamn bad yeah he made one throw on a zip that was thirty yards that looked good but it's just like he'll make two wild plays and then just kind of leave you hanging. Um, so I lost that one. Um, I took Bam over LSU. You know, I'll take I don't know why I don't know why I didn't jump on that. I've been talking too, about too easy. Yeah. hot goddamn garbage all goddamn year. The spreads just so big, man. The spreads are just so big. They are, but you know, they they really after all that crap LSU was talking last year, uh, especially this offseason, they really I mean they sent my boy Eric Gilbert home. He left the damn program, dude, after the game and went back to Georgia. Um the like, starting tight end. He's a Gatorade player of the year. That's bad. Um they started off like it was twenty one seven, and then that kid dropped the ball.
ball when he was going to the end zone, Deshaun Jackson did, where he like was celebrating. Yeah. It could have been twenty one fourteen. It wouldn't have been close still, but it could have no. been a could have been a different game. Maybe maybe they wouldn't have lost by as much. I think that took that was that was every... a lock. That was a lock, and I'm upset I didn't jump on it. Yeah. What was your third bet? My third one was Oklahoma Baylor. Uh, so I lost that one as well. I went three. Oh, no, I went one and two. Yeah, no, you you won you won the Bama game. Sorry, won the Bama game. Um, Oklahoma Baylor, they won. Um, slow scoring game, dude. That the, I took the over too for a side bet. And uh, well, so, so you want you so you went two and one. No, I took Auburn over and uh, they didn't cover or they pushed. So I guess I went. No, one. But Oklahoma beat the spread against Baylor, right? I thought, no, it was twenty two. This one was twenty two points. Yeah, it was twenty two, dude. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, twenty two, bro. Damn. Yeah, they they won by like eleven, I think, or ten. Yeah, like fourteen, yeah, <laughs> something like that. Yeah, damn, but, yeah. It was low scoring too, though. Like, so I mean, they they ran the ball a lot. Um, not having their coaching staff, I think, kind of like they went kind of vanilla game plan. Um, mm. maybe, but they won. I mean, they've looked a lot better, and their defense actually looked good. I mean, Brewer had a couple throws, but uh, yeah. So those are the three games I lost. Would have took UGA Vandy too. But I mean that game got postponed. I figured it was because I heard I had heard uh, Vandy was having some issues with uh, COVID. So I got another I got another canceled game that I had on here, and I didn't have time to find a third game like I did last week. Uh, but my my top game was Indiana given nine and a half points to Purdue. I looked at that. I thought I was shocked because I thought that would be fourteen points after how bad Purdue is and after how good Indiana is. I, I think that that spread was made based off the fact that Michael Penix is hurt. And he's not going back, but Indiana didn't really skip a beat. They still look good, but that game is canceled, unfortunately. So I'll go on to my number, my now, my now number one best bet: Hawaii giving twenty and a half points to UNLV on the islands. I was surprised that this wasn't twenty-five. The fact that it's not gone through three touchdowns and three touchdowns on a field goal surprises me. I feel like I'm getting a really good number here. Uh, I'm expecting this number to go up past three touchdowns. So right now I would jump on it. UNLV is currently sitting at 0-5. Hawaii is 3-4, and 4, so they're not exactly great. But, again, it's on the islands, and UNLV and Marcus Arroyo, hot garbage. Hot garbage. UNLV just lost to Wyoming 45-14. to 14. Hawaii lost to San Jose State 24-35. Which is not good, but remember, San Jose State is undefeated. One of the those mountains. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah Nick Starkle's got it rolling down there. Uh, you know, I, I'm not going to discount it nearly as bad as the, the UNLV loss to Wyoming. Which brings up our next point. I also think that the quarterback is a distraction. Eating sushi off of new models and all. Matt Max Max Gilliam. He's a friend of uh, my family member, old co-host from old show, Darius Allensworth. He uh, he knows Max. Oh, he knows him, huh? They went to Cal together. Yeah. So they know each other. Oh, oh he's Max, a transfer from Cal. Yeah, he's a transfer from Cal. Um, I didn't so, know that. Yeah, he knows him really well because uh, he was like, "Y'all doing my boy Max dirty out here, man? Making him apologize for something so silly." I'm like, "Well, you know, there's a whole pandemic going on." And uh, well, this was before know. the pandemic, wasn't it? This was filmed a long. Like, my my was, uh, my. Was it that long ago? Filmed? I believe it was. It was. It was played on TV three weeks ago, and it was filmed. It had to be filmed. My, my like, girlfriend said it was filmed like six months ago. No, that's when that's when pandemic started. Well, March, right? February, March. That was <sighs> yeah. That's then maybe it was filmed before that. I don't. I don't know. I don't. I don't think he apologized due to COVID. I think he just apologized because 
Oh, well, he was eating uh, sushi off a naked chick, which I, I, I mean, I, would, I wouldn't apologize for that shit. I don't know if that's a distraction for you and LB, dude. They, they play in Vegas. <laughs> they got a lot more problems than that. But I don't dude, you know, dude, I would transfer. If my coach made me apologize for eating sushi off a nude model, first of all, could you imagine if social media existed back when Joe Namath was playing? Dude, you know oh, yeah. that dude was eating tacos out of buttholes constantly, bro. Oh, my God. Like that, that was, yeah. Dude, I'm serious. Think about it, bro. Joe Namath was wild, dude. Gonna get yeah. on the that shit. Ma- no, Max, is, Max is, uh, you know, he's from, he's from Thousand Oaks. If, if all my California listens out there, there's some wild people up in the TO. In LA, so is he ripped? You know, so. for, for those for those of you that aren't yeah. in the know, Max yeah. Gilliam, Gilliam is it Gilliam? Yeah. He he is he was on a show called Below Deck, which is on Bravo, where it's these rich people go and they rent a yacht. That that's basically the whole theme of the show. So he he yeah. was he was renting a yacht. Um, but any, so is he rich? Is that the deal? Yeah, his family's got got some dough for sure. They're from a very oh. affluent part of uh, Southern California, and, and he uh, was with his girlfriend too, right? When he was mm-hmm. eating the sushi, yeah, they were all just like it was just like a thing drinking, like, drinking on the. He's old enough to drink, so I'm not throwing him on the bus. But um, he's just like 22. But yeah, they're just drinking on the yacht and uh, eating sushi. Strange, bro. Strange. I mean, I, I'm I'm yeah, jealous. You know, you know us people from California are weird, man. But we throw we, we party, but we're weird. I'll I'll <laughs> eat I'll eat stuff of a naked body. That's cool. I eat corn dog crumbs off my naked body constantly. That's this, cool. You're the summer. number one corn dog fan in the world, dude. <laughs> Great! Oh yay! Oh yeah! Actually, it's Arby's. It's Arby's. I love Arby's. My, my sister's little manager. Drop us sister's manager Arby's, dude. She can really? Yeah. Oh, bro. She can hook you up, bro. <laughs> Python hot Arby's with the beef and cheese. <laughs> Anyways, so go. that's my number one game. What's your number one game? Excuse me, that's funny. My number one game. Oh man, I right in front of me. Oh, uh, speaking of USC, as much as I talked down on my team, USC over UCLA three um the spread's a little lower than i thought but it's because dorian thompson robinson's back from COVID. he's missed the last two weeks is he back um, he's back he's back so i am worried because dtr is a explosive quarterback run the Dude. football pass football he's gonna be a threat he's got two more years Felt's playing good too Felt's Felt, playing good that you see no, all this, this is rolling bro this is, this is gonna be a test run their offense rolling, but their defense is bad and and keaton did you you watch keaton slow's last game versus washington state Ross St. Brown had four touchdowns in the first that was half. On su- that was on Sunday. a Sunday, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. I, was, I was loving it. I just watched my pack beat up. Uh, I literally watched both of my quarterbacks just dominate. Rodgers, get a little Rodgers action, get a little heat in action. Uh, watch Baker early in the morning. But, no, I mean, I think um, I think this game's going to be high scoring. I'm looking at like a 45-31 type of game. But three, yeah, the USC will win by more than three. I mean, I don't wow. think – I don't think UCLA will have any stops for this. Um, USC can get a couple of stops. As they show, showed you with Arizona and Arizona State early on. Um, and shoot, even in the Utah game, playing Jake Bentley, got a couple interceptions here and there. So, I think. I like I like the handicap. I'm just scared of that number. Three. Um, well, I, I, no, UCLA is just getting better. They just seem like they're getting better. So, it worries they me. Are. Um, are. My number two game. We got we got to speed this up. I'm gonna hear my girlfriend cooking. Northern Illinois getting six points from Eastern Michigan. I thought that this would be around the three point range. So the fact that I'm getting six points, almost a touchdown, I thought was great. I know Northern Illinois sits at zero and five, but Eastern Michigan also sucks. They're one and four. They're coming off their first victory. Northern Illinois lost to Toledo forty one twenty four. So the fact that they were able to put up twenty four points at all, I thought was a, a, a 
moral victory. Uh, Eastern Michigan just beat the shit out of Western Michigan 53-42 to last week. They're at an all-time high. Eastern Michigan blows. They're going to come back down to earth, and I'm going to get this victory with Northern Illinois. What you got, Donovan? What you got? All right. I got uh, – I'm going to stay um, in the Midwest. I got Illinois covering versus Northwestern. Um, oh, shit. Yeah, I know. It's 14 and a half. Uh, I think Northwestern might be peeping ahead. You know, Illinois, they, I thought they, they've been playing well. They, they're not winning games. But they look a little bit better, like their quarterback, Williams. So I'm going to go with them. Uh, I think they can – no, they're not pulling off the upset, but I think they'll cover 14 and a half. Damn, dude. You get some ballsy picks today. I well, that was – I actually I – have, I don't have a backup pick for the uh, um, for the Indiana game. You got a third pick there? Oh, Indiana Purdue is your game. Yeah, that's right. Um, yeah, yeah, I got. I got speaking of Max Gillen, uh, his former team Cal, um, they are a favorite over Washington State by two and a half. I think they cover Washington State last week. Look, they they're just they're a mess. They're they're young. They're the youngest team in the like Pac-12. Their defense is bad. Cal coming off that big win. The Cal's been in every game they played this Washington's year. Bad. They only won one. Um, they beat Oregon last week. That was big. I think Chase Garbage played really well, and they can if they can watch that tape. Versus USC, they don't have USC skill position skills, but they can watch that tape and kind of spread it out. I know Cal has to do a lot of four and five wide. They should be able to beat Washington State by more than two and a half, I believe. Yeah, I think that that's fair. Washington State's bad. You know, I, I know that Cal's not great this year, but Washington State's horrible. Um, let's move on to the NFL. Uh, I had a pretty good week. I went two and one. I took the Indianapolis Colts, giving three points to the Houston Texans. I won that one with ease. The Colts won 26-20. I took, did take the Kansas City Chiefs, giving 14 points to the Denver Broncos. God Damn the Kansas City Chiefs! Every time I bet on them, they but they just ah lost you sixteen. They won outright twenty-two to sixteen, but obviously didn't cover the spread. I also took the Browns, give, uh, getting six points from the Tennessee Titans, as we talked about in depth yesterday in the podcast. Before that was an easy W. Donovan, what did you do last week? Um, yeah, man, I did pretty well. Uh, New Orleans over Atlanta, three. Got that Ooh. one. Uh, Cleveland over Tennessee, five and a half. And then Buffalo over San Francisco went three and zero. Yeah, that's right because we disagreed in the Buffalo San Francisco game, and you won that with E. So good, yeah. good for you. Uh, my first game, you'll like this: the Green Bay Packers giving seven and a half points to the Detroit Lions at Detroit. Green Bay currently sits at nine and three. Detroit sits at five and seven. So it only sitting at seven and a half points really confuses me. I thought for sure this would be double digits. Green Bay just came off of the walloping of the Philadelphia Eagles 30 to 16. And Detroit did barely beat the Chicago bears 34 to 30 with Darren Bevel now being the head coach. I don't think that's good for two games in a row. So again, I'm going to take my boy Aaron Rodgers and the seven and a half and lay the points. Donovan, what you think, what you got? I got Green Bay over Detroit in my first bet too. Seven. Really? That's what, it's just, it was. Yeah, it's I mean, feels, it feels too easy, right? Yeah, it does. I mean, Detroit the last two years has played us a lot better, and they actually snuck yeah. one in, obviously. But their team is, and obviously, you know, I love number nine, man. Number nine, Matthew Stafford. I love him, but they, you know, he's gonna put up his numbers and do his thing, but it's not gonna be enough. I will say though, I mean, you know, we still struggle with. Uh, Second, like our secondary is still struggling. That's like our bugaboo. I feel like we can't stop the run either, but we give up big plays and we can't stop the run. So, I mean, they might be able to put up a few big plays with staff from those receivers, but yeah, seven and a half is it's not going to be about us stopping them, it's going to be about them trying to stop our offenses playing damn near perfect. I think right now they're the best offense in the NFL. Obviously, the Chiefs are the best, but right now at this moment, you can make an argument. Yeah, you can make an argument for sure. They got healthy running backs. Uh, 
The O line's pretty healthy for what it's worth. The receivers are playing amazing. Devontae's the top three receiver in the league. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The tight end, uh, uh, name Tanya. Tanya, yeah, is playing a great eight touchdowns. I mean, so, yeah, I go. This, this could this be a backdoor. This could be if, if we lose this bet, it's gonna be because the, the Lions score a garbage touchdown and they do that a lot too. <laughs> uh-huh. That would be that would be the reason we'd lose. My number two bet, Indianapolis Colts give a two and a half points to the Las Vegas Raiders. Indianapolis Colts are eight and four. The Las Vegas Raiders are seven and five. I do not believe that their records indicate what they are talent-wise. The, the we just talked about the Colts um beating Texas, being in the Texans and not really ever being the, uh, in a threat to lose. Um the Vegas Raiders. Did beat the New York Jets, but it was barely on a last second play from Derek last second play from Derek uh, Carr to Henry Ruggs when they won 31-28. Dude, if you're letting the New York Jets score 28 points on you, bro, money all day, land the points at the Colts. The Vegas Raiders defense blows. They've sucked all week, they've sucked all year long. They got no pass rush. They're too young. They're too inexperienced. They're constantly out of position. Give me the Colts. I looked at that game and it was like going back and forth, and I was like, I can't touch it because how it's not six points. I don't know. I just I don't know Vegas, Vegas is so weird, and like Gruden bounces back pretty good off of uh, games. Like, I mean, they won the game, but I mean, he's gonna have so much tape for them to watch and be like, yeah. dude, y'all stunk it up. Uh, obviously, this is a big game for them because um, we were just talking last night about Baltimore. Um, you know, getting that walk card spot, Miami trying to get that walk card spot. Yep. A lot of other teams vying for that spot. So this is a big game for them. But that, I couldn't touch that one. I was like, ah, Colts should win, though. They should win, but you never know. Two and a half is basically a pick em. It's basically a pick em. So if you're getting it right, I think I, if you're going to take the game, you got to take it now because eventually it's going to go over a field goal. And at that sure. point, you might as well just not bet on it. I, w- I would take the Colts for sure if I was a, if I had to get them ahead. Um, my second one is um, Philadelphia <laughs> and New Orleans. And uh, I'm taking Philly. No. Way, dude, you're taking yeah. Philly. What, what? Okay, what? Not, what to, not to win, not to win, but uh, it's, it's seven. And a, it's seven and a half. You got the hook. See, I didn't get the hook. I took New Orleans, but I'm not giving the hook. I got, I got it at seven. I locked okay. the better than yesterday. So, did you, did you look at today? I mean, yeah, I, I got it today. Um, I so that makes sense. I mean, for one, I mean, I, I think this team might get a little. Sp- all that talent we've talked about, I think we might get a spark of energy with Jalen. And they're going to run the ball more. They're going to have to. They can't. I think they've been, I was trying to really force Carson Wentz to be good, <laughs> throwing 30, 40 times a game. Uh-huh. It, it just wasn't it, man. Um, he'll be a Colt next year probably with Frank Rice, probably, you know, whatever. But <laughs> right now it's Jalen Hurts' turn. Um, they can run a lot of RPO with Miles Sanders and Jalen Hurts. I can't wait to see how this looks. I, I really like Jalen Hurts in this offense. Now, I know they're still – they still stink. They're not going to be just magically great. But I like some of the stuff I saw at the end of the game from the, you know, a couple throws he made at the Packers last week. And uh, I'm excited to see it, man. I'm really excited to see him play. And, uh, I mean, Taysom's been playing really well. But, I mean, the Saints are just trying to win games. They're not yeah. really looking pretty necessarily. Yeah. They, they almost blew that game. The Falcons – I know the Falcons outplayed the Saints, um, and they had a chance. To well, win the, the, the Falcons struggled moving the ball. They did. They but had a lot of turnovers. Brian still, Hill. Yeah, turnovers and penalties, man. The Falcons yeah. are just so undisciplined all the time. Yeah. Like, it doesn't matter yeah. who their coaches. But uh, yeah, I like uh, I like Philly. I like Philly cover, not to win. Don't because I my friends I listen love, to the show. And they say you like like they'll be like you like this team to win. I'm like no, to cover to cover. I that takes a lot of balls. I I do think that you have a good handicap with the Jalen Hurts because you do see even if a quarterback blows when he come if he's a new if he's a new quarterback it's, it's re-energizing. It gives him a kind of a, a rebirth, like a fresh start. So I do think that there is something there. I don't think Jalen Hurts 
is better no than tape Carson on. Wentz. There's no tape I on him either. That's so, true. Yeah. That's true. There's that's definitely going to be a spark. But the Eagles are just so bad. I don't think Carson Wentz is a bad quarterback. I think that the Eagles are just that bad. I think Joe Montana would struggle playing behind with this talent, with the, with everything around, with with what's going on with Wentz. Uh, I took the Saints, so we're on opposite ends, ten and two versus three eight and one. Um, you know, basically for the exact the, the same reasons that you're taking the Eagles, I'm taking the Saints. I feel like they're going to take advantage of the rookie quarterback. And uh, I do think that Taysom Hill has done just enough to not screw it up. And he's looked more comfortable as a passer. Now, yeah. with that said, I'd rather have Jalen Hurst than Taysom Hill. But the Ooh, supporting hot take. Hot the take. supporting is it is it a hot take? I don't I think a lot well, of Well, you mean for the future, like this year. Because Taysom, oh. Taysom Hill's age just that's I feel like that's the only I hate that because I'm a huge Taysom Hill fan, but I wish and I don't, you know, this man went on a Mormon mission and didn't. Greater things than I've ever imagined. Super nice guy, dude. His college yeah. career. You can find an article that I wrote about him when I was yeah. writing for Fanside. His sophomore, year, I said he was better than he was going to be better than Tim Tebow. He was killing it in college, killing it. Six years in college and a Mormon mission, so that's mm-hmm. like eight nine years. And then now he's just playing. I mean, he's just starting to get good. But I, I don't mean, know if he has the velocity. I think Jalen Hurts is just a better quarterback, but maybe I'm wrong. Either he's way, better, yeah, you. are Probably right, actually. I'm just a, I'm a, well, I get very sensitive when people talk there about Taysom Hill. So, uh, my dude, head. I love Taysom Hill. I, <laughs> I, I love Taysom Hill. It, it doesn't, it doesn't matter because Taysom Hill's got the supporting cast. So, Taysom Hill, my, I mean, you know, Jalen, dude, this, the Eagles is suck. He, is, he the starting, is he the starting quarterback for the Saints next year when Breeze retires? Taysom Hill? Yeah. He hasn't done anything to not get the start. You can, you can win. With Taysom Hill, I think, but he's not going to win you games. He's going to do what he's done, which is I'm going to run. I'm not going. I'm not going to turn the ball over, and I'm going to run for a couple first downs. But I don't think he's the dude. He's not. He's not like Patrick Mahomes. No. Then, like, I think I he mean, starts. I think he starts I, next year. Oh, I don't God. think he's ever going to be a top ten quarterback, and that's what you're kind of looking for. No, I don't. Right? Think he, I don't think he's ever going to be a top ten quarterback. But I think they can ride with him for. I mean, their team's so good around him that they can keep building around. They can uh-huh. kind of save not not save money because they already paid him a lot, but they can have Taysom Hill, Jameis, and then maybe draft a quarterback not next year or the next two years, maybe in a couple years in development. I'd write him out yeah, as, and as I could. They found a unique niche too because uh, Michael Thomas, you know, and, and um, you, you as we talked about on your podcast in, in years past, he's a crossing artist, right? That's he doesn't really go deep, right? He gets he's very much like Jarvis Landry, where he'll get seven million receptions for 30 yards. And that's kind of like how Taysom Hill is. He doesn't really throw the deep ball, he just kind of runs around and finds you. You know, Alvin Kamara's the same type of running back. So you could definitely build an offense. I wouldn't I would never say you're building an offense around Taysom Hill, but you can build an offense that makes you not lose with Taysom Hill. Does that make sense? There's some offenses where, I mean, it's kind of like with the Niners. Well, I don't want to use that as an example either, but it's it's it would be very similar to what the Niners You're right. are trying with to do. And Nick Mullins are kind of like exactly with Nick yeah. Mullins. It's, it's it's exactly what they're trying to do with Nick Mullins. We need to just we need you to just shut up and limit what you're doing, and 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 it and it works. I mean, you know, statistically speaking, Nick Mullins isn't a liability. No. And I think that's how kind of how Taysom Hill is, but. You know, it depends on what – I don't – I don't. I'm not a big believer that you need a Hall of Fame quarterback to win a Super Bowl. I think if you just have a guy that doesn't suck, 
and you build properly around him, you can do it. But that's the big question. Now, Jameis Winston, I think if you're talking about a guy with untapped potential, I think Jameis Winston could be a straight god. He just he just he's an idiot. Yeah, I trust Taysom more than Jameis. Yeah, Jameis is just an idiot. He's always but been an idiot. He James, throws lots of picks. He's stupid. Jameis is a better passer, clearly. I mean, he for I mean, he's he's athletic too. He, he you know. He's, He's sneaky, but he's like really? one of the only black people you probably call sneaky. <laughs> it's always like a white guy that calls sneaky. <laughs> he, but, he's uh, got good size, big arm, good velocity. He can throw. He throw. He, you know, he can he can hit every blade of grass. Uh, there's there's no issue with his game. But he's just he's just a complete idiot. Yeah. But yeah, that that's kind of where we're at. Um, did you have any other things to add before we we log off here? Yeah, my last game was Buffalo Pittsburgh. Um, that I, I, I took, oh. yeah, I took that. That was my third game. Because I had Green Bay, Detroit, Philly, and New Orleans, thing. Buffalo, Buffalo Pittsburgh. What's the what's the spread on that game? Uh, Pitt's favorite by two and a half. Yeah, pass. I'm not betting on that game. That game, yeah. I was just talking to one of my boys about that. That's in the, the gambling scene. He was like, I don't think that. That's like that. That one's tough because he was like, that line's gonna move um, a lot. It might not even be two and a half. That was two and a half last night. It might have changed. I looked at that game like immediately last. Yeah. Because I've been looking forward to. Buffalo really that's their show me game. Like they're the most disrespected nine and three team ever, dude. Like they if they go beat Pittsburgh, I think they can I think they can beat Pittsburgh or Kansas City. Honestly. I, I think the two are so you, you are taking Buffalo? I'm taking Buffalo, yeah. I'm taking Buffalo. I, I lean with I if if you I, I would bet Buffalo. If I'm going that route, I'm betting Buffalo. I think we're on the same page there. It's just it's hard, you know. It's I don't like to bet on those teams that play during the week because I never know how they're recovering, what's going on. Everything's late, you know what I mean. Um, I try to avoid that stuff. That's one of the reasons why I'm not going to bet on the Browns Ravens game is because the Ravens just played, and I'm not really sure how that recovery is going to be. And I don't really know if I trust the Browns to cut, you know, to beat the Ravens just yet. That's fair. Yeah, mm-hmm. Matthew Juden's back and Mark Mark Andrews, by the way. Uh, really, my boy yep. really sees out <laughs> again. <laughs> you know, we'll, we'll be missing, we'll be missing really them too. Much. We'll be missing them too. Much. I know. I'm like the Billy's <laughs> Willie Sneed fan. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Like, I, did you have anything else to add? No, man. We're good. I appreciate being on. Always, of course, fun. Yeah, we'll we'll see how we'll see how this uh this stream uh turns out. Hopefully I'll be able to edit it for the, the MP3. But this was the Brown Podcast. Give us a like, a review, all that good stuff. You can follow me on Twitter at Josh Keatley16. Donovan, where can they hit you up at? Yeah, hit me up on uh Student Union Sports. Uh, check out my work there and then just follow me on Twitter at Don James Sports. The name remains the same. Been getting some good Twitter battles today. So Oh Shout yeah? Out. Yeah. Well, a couple a couple of this is a- High school. Yeah, some of the high school people are pretty tough. You're deep into it, dude. Deep into the high school. But this was the Browns White Podcast, and we are.
When others treat your fries as an afterthought, all you're left with are cold, soggy fries. That's why Wendy's new fries are ones you won't forget. Guaranteed to be hot and crispy. Or we'll replace them. We're talking natural cut skin on fries, perfectly seasoned with a hint of sea salt. In fact, they're even preferred almost two to one over McDonald's. These are fries so hot and crispy, they beg a new question. What would you like with your fries? Try them today. Only at Wendy's. At participating U.S. Wendy's, taste preference based on a national taste test by an independent research company. When you're moving, Pods knows flexibility matters. Because plans change, closing dates get pushed, renovations take time, and packing is a lot. Instead of a traditional moving truck, Pods delivers portable storage containers right to your driveway. Between moves, you can store with Pods. And if plans change, your dates can too. Get a quote today at Pods.com or by calling 1-877-973-PODS. Pods Moving and Storage. Trusted with over 5 million moves.